Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Today is January 14th, 2023. This is part two uh-huh. of our two-part exclusive on load shedding. Oh my God. Yep, we're back. It's Saturday and there's a seven hour time difference between where we are and where South Africa is, but um, we have a very special surprise today, don't we? Do we? Yep. We have a very special person on the line, the load shedder himself is here on the line. Hello, Quentin. Hi, Mary Beth. Hi, Vicky. Hi. Hey. So, how's it going? What time is it in South Africa? It's um, about, it's almost uh, 10.30 at night. And Mm -hmm. I've got lights on. There's power for a while. Wow. How long until you don't have power? Midnight, so an hour and a half. Okay. We hope. I mean, things can change. I mean, who knows? It might go down any second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know, like, we have a few questions for you, but, you know, thanks for taking the time. I know you're a very busy man, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, totally. We know yeah, you're busy. Very busy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, What's one that? of the main questions we had yeah. is, like, dinner preparation how do you do the dinner preparation while you know with the load shedding hours being like Mm -hmm. in the dinner time zone yeah we have we're wondering about that especially last night okay it's it's a good question but dinner is not even the main thing it's um it's all meals because i work from home right so i don't i don't go to an office uh most people that that I suppose live in South Africa that work in offices or, or go to malls and work in shopping centers and retail, they got generators. So what they'll essentially do is I'll probably just get takeout or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I don't know. I work from home. So it's every meal is affected by that. So um, if uh, load shedding is, is most of the morning, you can forget about um, – fried eggs or boiled eggs or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or even or even leftovers from the night before will be cold because you can't use the microwave. So everything kind of changed. So I kind of like it, to be honest. The, the meal thing's my favorite part of it. And I'll tell you why, because the dinner thing is easy. You find the gap between um, low chairing and you prepare a roast. So all I do every day is I roast. I, I don't fry anything. I, there's no, like, stand-by-the-kitchen stuff. I put everything in a, a roasting dish, and I make sure that it is um, – there's sufficient time to roast it that even if the power goes off, it can, like, stew in its own heat. Mm. And actually, I tend to do that most often. So uh, if it requires, like, um, an hour, I'll put it in for, like, 45 minutes before the time. So if the power will go off, I'll save a bit of electricity, and then it'll cook in itself. But everything else is raw. Everything else is raw, and even every now and then dinner's raw. Uh, it's great because I'll I'll have I'll, I'll make smoothies or I'll have uh, uh, you know like cereal porridges mm-hmm. and things like that, or or um, I'll make I'll chop up things and put it in a bowl like tuna and, and and cheese, and it's healthier. I feel so much better, and I'm drinking water, not coffee, because I always forget to make an urn. Everyone everyone says, "Oh, you should fill an urn," or uh, you know one of those thermostat mm-hmm. uh, devices. Ah. I don't really care enough about coffee for that or, or at least to worry about that. So if I'm going to have coffee, I'll have it with like, I'll have a cold or I'll have it as a, what do you guys call it? A frappe or whatever. So everything's healthy. I kind of dig it. Mm-hmm. 
It sounds like that. Uh, yeah, so raw, you mean just like more vegetables and fruit and... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and fish, uh, you know, like uh, tinned tuna and things like that. Um, uh, and, and in South Africa, we have biltong. I don't have any biltong. Vicky, when you come to South Africa, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll go with you next time because I know I heard you guys uh, eating biltong with your previous oh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was really just get some biltong. eating and eating it. it I was, was so going delicious. crazy on the biltong last No, she night. was going wild on the biltong. I, I, yeah, it's weird. It's like last night. Yeah. And speaking of, let me, talking about food. So Mary Beth was saying something earlier, and I don't believe South Africa is known for its cuisine. I know that they're not known for their cuisine. Of course not, right? But what is like a classic South African, like, what do they eat? What is What do they eat the most of there? Like, what's big there? A nice dish. Like a dish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. But yes, yes, the interesting thing. Um we're we're probably not world famous for our cuisine in terms of the mass market, but there's a lot of like cooking channels and things that you can access that do supplements about South African food, and we're always voted as the best. Now, Vicky, when you were here last, there wasn't a lot of South African food. If you were uh, acclimating to everything, so it was like you know uh, Italian or whatever it was. But truth be told, South African food, in my opinion, and I've been all over the world, is arguably, at least in terms of the home cooking elite, you know, not not your average home cooker, but like the ones that do it well, is the best food in the world. It's it's comparable to American, uh, like uh, uh, Thanksgiving food, but just prepared with uh, the infusion of a lot of other cultures flavors we have the biggest indian community in the world outside of india it's so big it's comparable to being like if india died we'd be the next india so we've got the curries and all those kind of like interesting flavors mixed into it and then of course the the pumpkin things that you guys are familiar with yams and gem squashes and pumpkin and all that kind of thing and afrikaans people in my opinion with the dutch influence are the best cooks in the world my mom was afrikaans and she owned restaurants and the south african kind of like mindset of thinking of home is is that kind of thing cream spinach and roasts and lambs and pork rind and things like this it's fantastic i think it's the best in the world wow mm-hmm. okay what do you think, do you think? no it, it reminds me a bit of um of the the kind of food they had at a convention <laughs> that i that i was <laughs> experiencing at um in cape town yeah uh i remember that i remember there was just mm-hmm. like couscous right, right there was right. there was like i noticed a theme with the curries yeah um like tomato mm-hmm. some tomatoes like kind yep. of bruschetta kind of yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was it was uh, catered lunches every day, so I didn't get to experience, you know, like the full mm. view of yeah. the what South Africa is known for. It's so. smorgasbord of like foods they offer is mm-hmm. amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah we mix. don't promote it as well. That's the problem. We yeah. don't. We we're not like Iron Chef and things like that. We do. We've kind of got a couple of, and we're catching on to it. But South Africa is famous for that. Well, we're not famous for it. We're, we're, we're not famous for 
not being famous kind of a thing because we, we don't show off the shit that we do well um we know it internally and we all talk about it and yeah, yeah, yeah but until recently we haven't done podcasts or like uh mass hysteria on netflix about like our our forte we don't have like a mm-hmm. Uh, you know, America's Got Talent, South Africa's Got Talent equivalent would be only in South Africa. Nobody would have ever heard of it kind of a thing. So that's our problem. We need to we need to celebrate what we do well internationally. And we don't, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what you else? know what they say? You know what they say, though? Like, uh, rich screams wealth whispers. Sometimes yeah. it's the quiet ones that actually have the best things going on. They do. They, yeah. They just, so. they're so rich, they're just quiet. Right. They want to be hush about it, right? You know, yeah. You want to be, yeah. it's like, it's like that old mobster mentality. Like, don't show off, you know, to everybody that you got all this fucking right. money. Don't be a fucking idiot. Like, I didn't know about Bill Tong <laughs> until, like, I work in an international office and the guys told me about it that had, had been there ahead of me and said, hey, when you go there, make sure and get some Bill Tong. It's amazing. And I had never heard about, oh, okay. It's, it's, it's basically Johannesburg or South Africa's beef jerky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just here. It's just it's just plain old beef jerky all the time, and mm-hmm. I I never really got into beef jerky. But however, I had built on, mm-hmm. and it was a whole different experience. It's delicious. It's just it's just it's better. Oh, it's much better. Yeah, mm-hmm. the meat's better. fresher yeah. and except less commercialized and yeah, not many preservatives really <laughs> like we do. Anyway, what was the question that I had? I know what it was. When when did load shedding start? When did it start happening? Uh, yeah, okay, I, I said, I think I said yesterday, I told you uh, maybe about five years. The truth is, I, I looked it up and it's been going on a lot longer than that, probably about 10 years. Wow. The, the, the difference, the reason why we, we would say five years and not 10 years is because most of us didn't really get affected by it that much in those first few years. It would happen and months or a year would go by and would never happen again you know it'd be like an unusual thing like a a a freak storm or something like that and then you'd forget about it and then you'd forget about it and then you'd forget about it but from for at least the last five years it's been a a staple of our diet so to speak it's been part of our life um Mm -hmm. and in the last since covid it's been accelerating so, uh, you know, it's funny, during, during COVID, we felt the pinch more than prior to COVID because people stayed at home and we were not prepared for load shedding. Uh, like I said, businesses and communities and shopping malls and hospitals all have generators. And prior to COVID, you'd go out, oh, we had load shedding. I see my, my security is reset or my internet is reset. But you wouldn't notice it because you're in the car and you're going out mm, and you're doing your yeah. thing. But during COVID, everyone was at home and kids were on oh, their, their computers. And and then it was like, what? We cannot live without, you know, internet. And, and I just want to tell you guys something interesting. It's not even the load shedding uh, in terms of your house or, your, or your, your workplace. That's the worst part. It's the snowball effect. Like, I'm going to give you an example. Um, the internet now even when load shedding doesn't happen, has a, uh, a, a pickup delay. 
we received, I got from Iona, the owner of the property uh, where I'm renting, she sent me a little thing that's saying that her, her internet providers suffered so much from load shedding, they've got their own kind of internet version of internet shedding now. They can't. They can't take it because every time it switches back on, something there's a there's like a bottleneck. It's um, the band is is too extreme. So and all the towers and all the telecommunication towers that affect them now affect us. So even though the internet's back on, it's not back on fast enough, and then load shedding happens again, and then and so it perpetuates. Mm-hmm. So everything gets affected. Uh, power's back on, but the maybe the traffic lights are, are still off. Or the traffic lights were off and somebody smashed into it and it created a gridlock. And there's more traffic now and there's more problem and prices uh-huh. are going up. So mm. it affects everything, not just the need for electricity. It affects the, the way of life. Yeah. 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 So that's a, yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, what was, what was like the initial reaction? Um, it was just people were just mad or annoyed. Um, I'm just wondering, like, how much pushback is there with this? No, you know, there is pushback now, and I've been sending you guys the links. Everyone's everyone's now getting into arms about it. However, it's too late. A lot of the things I'm seeing, I agree with. Like the, the one guy that's an expert on the subject is an American. He said uh, the problem is our big CEOs and owners of our huge, you know, billion dollar kind of companies except Elon Musk, uh, have done fuck all. They've done nothing about the load shedding up until now. And now they're like going, oh, well, now. And the reason is because we're an exploitary company or country. What that means is uh, the initial thing was we were annoyed. And then as soon as everyone started to realize this isn't going away, instead of fixing it, people started to exploit it. So the number one selling thing anywhere in South Africa is uh, our batteries and and solar panels and you know power banks and things uh, like yeah. that. Uh, UPS is like they're actually selling like uh, you know we, we, there there are entire industries that are making shitloads of money because of load shedding. Mm-hmm. So it's not in their interest to stop it. You see, so I don't know. It's I think I've told you this before. I think the the solution now is for it to collapse. It's for the countries to collapse so that everyone goes oh shit we need elon musk or we need a battery farm or something yeah it's like a reset yeah there's too much money being made man yeah that's interesting you say that so like elon could save the day yeah of course he could absolutely yeah he's the only yeah he's like the super you don't think he would if it became public enough he won't and he got he got why he won't no, I'll tell you why. I saw an interview with him where he said he's he, he's an American now. That's what he associates. <laughs> he's got he, he he doesn't he doesn't like it when people go, oh, Elon Musk, uh, you're a South African, go help South Africa. Right. And he says the reason he doesn't like it, and I agree with him, is because he would be helping the corrupt. He wouldn't be helping us. He'd be helping the corrupt. And and until the government itself goes to Elon Musk and says. Hey Elon, we're uh, we're privatizing the uh, the electric grid system. Come help. Then Elon will come. Absolutely, he'll come because then he doesn't have to worry about the bureaucracy. But it's the same thing that he struggled with in America with uh, Tesla. For years and years, he was going to go under, and the reason he was 
going to go under is because of the, um, the, I think it was some laws in California about the Tesla plant and there were taxes and then COVID and restrictions until the government or, or your um, your state came to the party, he, he was pretty much in trouble. And when they came to the party, then it made all the difference. And now it's working, you see. And he doesn't want to go through the bureaucracy of that just purely based on sentimental, oh, he's South African, let's go save the day. No, he owes nothing to us. You know, we owe a lot to him because he's put us on the map. So if he want, if he's going to help us, he needs to have a good reason for it. And just being a South African is not good enough. He doesn't live here, you see. It's our own fault. It's not his fault. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can see. I mean, pretty much this is what everybody does okay. in the world. I really hope so. If anybody okay. becomes like yeah, internationally right. known and completely rich, they move to America. It's funny that it's interesting yeah. and ironic. I, I felt we we just thought it was ironic that that um, Elon went from a country who is having some issues with electricity yeah. to to come to a more developed country. To use electricity (laughs) to charge his cars. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's funny. I don't know, maybe there were methods of the man. Maybe that was his, you know, they call him a villain, right? So maybe he knew we were going to collapse. He went to America, he created the whole thing, and now he's just waiting to come to South Africa so that he can show off his technology. That's what I feel. He likes the attention. He did it with the war, and you... Ukraine, Ukraine. Yeah. he SpaceX, came to yeah. save the day with a Skylink or yeah, yeah. The SpaceX thing. when there's attention and he can get attention for it like on that kind oh, of yeah. major scale he he is I notice he'll do things like he loves attention I would yeah. too if I was Elon but what else can you get high on anymore attention yeah he has everything else he can afford and maybe, the, like you said, there's method in his madness kind of thing. And, and you know what? The attention is what makes his company so successful anyway. Because if he didn't have the attention and people being intrigued by it, it might never have gotten the investment in the early days. So, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, guy is, the guy is smart. No, he I, is. I, I mean, yeah. his failures, if that makes any sense. I think it's He's like, like, even if it yeah. looks sloppy, I think it's calculated. Like, I think he probably calculated how it. How many, like, inventors like him, like, brilliant inventor types, like, go out and, like, like commercialize themselves? Or not commercialize, should I say, like, Hollywoodize themselves, you know? Publicity stunt themselves so into oblivion. Yeah, it's like he's two different creatures. He's on Twitter, but he's brilliant. Fuck? But then yeah, he goes on Twitter and he goes, sense. he goes on acid <laughs> and then he starts tweeting. And it's just like, <laughs> you're crazy. I mean, he's I crazy, but he's, it, he's yeah. so smart. He can get away he with it. He can get away with being crazy. Yeah. He's just so smart. He yeah. can actually be himself. Exactly. I love him. Yeah. No, I don't love him. Did but. you say he's an alien? You said he, he, you think he's an alien. He looks like one of those, um, what do you call them, from one of those planets that don't exist, but, you know, people say they do. I forget what they like call them. It's like he enjoys Botox. You think he does Botox? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, fuck. Oh, he yeah. I think does, he yeah. wants to stay young looking. He, he yeah. wants to be young forever. Wasn't he with Amber Heard just recently? Like, ew. Ew. I, know, right? I don't She's even. such a weirdo. I can't. I, can't I don't like her. deal with her image. I know. <laughs> I don't even know you talking about. Yeah, good. You good. shouldn't because you shouldn't, she's yeah. talentless. Yeah. Anyway. Um <clears throat> Well, you know, you're you know, you're like probably the most internationally fabulous guest we've had here. Pretty much, yeah. And I'd say so, right? 
I know we've talked about it for a while. I'm glad mm-hmm. you finally had time to come on the show today. I know, me too. Mm-hmm. It finally worked out. <sighs> it did, right? We all we needed was load shedding, and and like the exotic thing then took hook. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? I'm gonna go thank Esco. I'm gonna send them a letter right now saying I got to be on an international podcast with Mary Beth Kennedy and Vicky Boyer wow. because of load shedding. Thank you guys. Well, like. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, like, what what's three things that you think America should know about South Africa? Like, what's three things? Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. a good question. That's a good one. Okay, that that, that is a good thing. I, okay, I'll do the first one as a general thing, and I think the general thing is any any American that that wants to find anything interesting about South Africa, just know that we're like. Um, we're like the pot of gold uh, at the end of the rainbow. Everything that is amazing about us, I mean, that is even better than any other country in the world, maybe even America, is hidden. You, you, you've got to kind of like network your way or figure out the, uh, the Easter egg hunt on what it is and how to discover that. So that's the first thing, whatever it is, right? Second thing is, um, I think... I think in terms of that first point, um, we're, you guys are the land of opportunity, but we're the maybe going to be the land of opportunity. And that is because we are a beat or two behind you guys, but we have the potential to be as good. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, sure, the, the of course. Yeah. Is, is potentially perfect for like solar and energy and the the space we have is perfect so in terms of like investment or coming here or finding opportunity there are those untapped resources that america might have already tapped into long ago so if anyone wants to discover that there's lots yeah there's plenty i keep looking at problems like escom going holy crap there's an opportunity yeah there's an opportunity there's a lot of opportunities and then you already discussed the other one. So the third one is, um, I think the food and the culture is our best thing. I think, you know, we're very friendly people, right? We're extremely sociable people. We love to chat and talk. We just haven't caught on to the technology part of that. Like you guys, you guys take it for granted. We still have face-to-face conversations like, wow, hi. And, you know, our Uber chats are like, we, we've met somebody incredible. And so in terms of social, real social spectrum, we're a cool country. Um, we just got to showcase that shit, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have like, you know, we need more Charlize Theron's and we need more Elon Musk's to be shown. They're, they exist. They're all over the place. They're amazing. Um uh, those types in the world, like the guy who created Ubuntu, is uh, Linux. The biggest Linux uh, in the world is is Mark Shuttleworth, South African. The guy who did the first heart transplant, South African. The first laser eye surgery invented, South African. Uh, the best observatory is in the world this to watch the night sky, South mm-hmm. Africa. But people don't know this shit, you know. Yeah. So we we've got to like. We gotta like showcase our Blade brilliance Runner. instead of going, Oh, it's load shedding and crime one oh one. Welcome to SA. Yeah. <laughs> and Blade like, Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. You remember Blade yeah. Runner? Yes. We yeah, do, because that's all we Blade heard Runner. about. That was my very first time. Right, wait a minute. Remember that one guy, Oscar Pistorius? Yeah. Yes, Blade that's Runner. Him, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember like I he was in Pretoria. 
I know, mm-hmm. yeah. He had killed the girlfriend or some shit, right? But, you know, like, reading about that case, as much as it was sensationalized and everything, it made, uh, it gave it a glimpse about uh, inside the area that he was living in. Right. Which, I mean, I never really got an account like that before about South Africa. Um, and so it was interesting. Yeah, it was just saying how every house was gated. The, um, he had a security guard. And that there's a lot of home invasions in the neighborhood, even though there was a lot of money. It was just an interesting profile. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think that there should be a bigger like spotlight on South Africa. And I have noticed on Netflix, there's been more uh, more shows coming out from South Africa that are Netflix now. Really? Yeah. I've noticed like there's, um, there's several shows. Like what? Like National Geographic? They kind of like South, they're kind of like soap opera type. What? Mm-hmm. Like reality? They're sh- based, no, they're no not-, not reality, like, but they're based in South Africa. Interesting. It's like a, it's like a South Africa version of um, Days of Our Lives. Oh my God. Yeah. So remember when I was saying oh, this have, yesterday? We have lots of that. We have Do lots you? of that. It's just I, we always assume that it's embarrassing, and we, we you know, people oh, they don't want to watch it or that kind of shit. <laughs> oh, we have plenty of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it's showing up more. I mean, I think it's great because I don't know. Growing up here, I was so confused. The first time I heard South Africa, I thought it was just talking about the southern part of Africa. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's a little it's like, confusing. Yeah, like, if you're when you're younger, and then one day you're like, oh, it's a, it's a country, right? Um, yeah, that's what I thought, too, for yeah. a while. Not, yeah, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But, yeah, I was, you know, in Cape Town. Yeah, we don't have our own name. It's it's a bit strange. Like, uh, you know, almost every country in the world would be, that would be a region. It would, like, North America right. or South America, South Africa. Like, okay, well, what's the name of your country? South Africa. Your right. name of your country is a continent. It has yeah. a continent in it, which is very confusing. It's got a direction and a continent in the name of the country. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the fuck? Like but, North America. Yeah, but, yeah, I know North America, but like we're not. But now we're like. We're, in the, we're not in the northern part. What if we called it Northeast? I'm in. I live America. in Northeast America. Like, but like we're United States of America. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> there's actually a. a like, Maybe we should change the name to like. Um, yeah. I don't know, like uh, Tesla, Tesla, yeah. Tesla Africa, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what we should change it to. What America? Maybe. Elon. Elon. Yeah. <laughs> Elonisberg. Elonisberg. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I want you. I want you to besides Elon Musk. Can you name? And besides Oscar Pistorius, can you name two more uh, famous South Africans? Who me? Yeah. Yeah. Not you. Not yeah, you. Okay. Not um, no. Hold on. Who me? No, Mary Beth. Me? Yeah, Mary um, Beth. Nelson Mary Mandela. Beth. Okay, Nelson Mandela and, and Yvonne Shaka Shaka. My. Oh, know, okay. She's queen. South African. Okay. Yeah. All right. Queen. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Can I give you? Can I give you a, another one? Have you guys heard of the the musician Dave Matthews Band or the group? Dave Unfortunately, Band? I went to a few of the shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. South African. Dave Matthews? No, he's not. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Dave There's Matthews. No, he's not. <laughs> Absolutely. No, he's I know, not. I know he speaks with an American accent. Look it up. He's South African, I promise you. I'll be shocked. I mean, obviously. Is your Alexa on right now? No. It's in my room. Okay, forget it. Just don't worry about it. I, w- I want you to go. No, I'm going to go get Alexa. She's going to go ask her. Alexa. I'm going to bring Alexa out here in the house. Okay, we're going to bring Alexa out. I'm all alone now. Um, 
she's going to go get Alexa and she's going to ask Alexa about okay. this Dave Matthews being South African because okay. I don't know if I believe that. Are you? Are you? Um, uh, there's uh, John Cleese. He was born in South Africa. Uh, the, he's from Monty Pythons. Maybe. Um, okay. Okay. We're gonna fi- we're yeah, gonna find out. Well, we have a fact checker here. Okay, okay hold on. You're gonna go be a big nerd and go get Alexa. Well, Plug yeah. her on in. I'm embracing technology. All right. So, okay, is that as far as it reaches? It's so getting do- started. It's starting. It's okay. Heating up here. Okay. <sighs> do you guys have that there in uh, South Africa? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. I just decided not to use it. I, I did a, um, yeah, I'm South African, but South Africans are very tech savvy, I've got to tell you that. So the ones that are, look at Elon Musk and um, Mark Shuttleworth, the two of the best in the world, and my cousin, my cousin invented SAP, the programming language. Anyway, so um, I did a study on uh, which of the voice assistants were the best, and every single, every single review, every single one uh, voted um, Google Assistant as the absolute best. Mm. Uh, Siri came second. Mm. Bixby came third. Um, Alexa's the, the bottom of the rung. Mm. Alexa's the worst. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I te- yeah, Ale- Alexa's selling point was because of Walmart. Okay. See, what happened was, uh, yeah. Okay, okay, do um, the fact let's go. okay, sorry. Okay, here we go. All right. Alexa. Where is Dave Matthews born? Dave Matthews was born in South Africa in 1967. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Quentin. Oh, he got one. There yep. we go. You surprised us. Wow. I had no idea. What? Yeah. That is so that weird. incredible, right? Wow. See, only a South African would know that. I never that would think. Keeps up on his flock. Oh like God! That. I have stay in my head now. Oh stay, God! Stay, Did he have an accent stay, or no? No. For a while, he's weird. He was really he strange. Does. He, he's got a he's got an American accent because he's a musician. Uh, kind of like um, singers and actors will take on the American accent uh, as a tool for work. Uh, mm. Look at Charlie Theron and whatever else. Uh, it, it it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not a presumptuous or a, a pretentious thing. It's their work. It's their tool. Uh, they're better understood. They get you know a foot in the door kind of a thing. So it doesn't make sense, you know. You I can hear Elon Musk's accent as a South African quite clearly. Charlize is like a real humanitarian. I love Charlize. Yeah, she is yeah, so great. great. I love her. She her acting is like top. Anyway, and um, she's from my neck of the woods. Uh, Benoni's in Johannesburg. She's really? like from where we are. That's yeah, cool. Absolutely. I like her. Yeah, she's very tall. She was great in Monster. She's always, uh, she just comes to the AIDS conferences too. Does she really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I love that. That's so yeah. cool. We were at the same um, conference. You know, speaking Anthony. of, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just, when you were saying that South Africans that are in like entertainment take on like the American accent, I want to hear you do your best impression of an American accent. Okay, but like what region? New York or South or uh, no, n- uh, like nerdy Neeple Gates? <laughs> what do you want? Well, you know how we talk. So let's just do a Washingtonian-ish accent. <laughs> I, I've been trying to begin. Okay, like, let's do a Washingtonian accent. Hi, welcome to Washington, D.C.'s podcast here for a reason no see i'm sounding too much like a, mm-hmm. a fox news reporter mm. tonight on fox news 
although they're gruffy. Okay. How about, okay, uh, think about the nerd. Do a nerd one. A nerd. A nerd. A nerd American. Oh, the nerd ones are great. I always think of uh, uh, Steve Urkel. Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember him. Uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, the uh, square root of something is the uh, hypotenuse of the uh, uh, hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's just it's so it's funny. It's like Beavis and Butthead meets Bill Gates. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> How about... <laughs> How about um, uh, New England or like New York? Okay, you could do New York. Uh, New York, yeah. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I come from uh, the Bronx. Uh, you want a cup of coffee? <laughs> That's uh, pretty coffee. good. Yeah, yeah. coffee, that yeah. Hey, well, Vinny, give me a fucking Frank. Yeah, very hey, good. I love that. Yeah. Um, I always think like in, in South Africa, we always think like it's either Chicago or like New York, all the gangsters. Yeah. Yo, how you doing? Yeah. What you do? I'm gonna die. Uh, yeah, you know, take the guy out. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put some bricks on his uh, feet and we're gonna throw him in the lake. You know, that's pretty so good. I like that. Mm, Chicago looks the best. It's kind of like Joe Pesci. Yeah, I love it. Joe Pesci had the way he talks. Very Joe Pesci, yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so what the yeah. fuck are you looking at? <laughs> that's my favorite. Uh, wow, Mary Beth, is there anything you'd like to uh, ask Quentin here? more about this load shedding um, business fiasco how long do you think this is going to go on how long how much longer do you think load shedding is going to last like the rest of your life or what no 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 obviously not the rest of our life <laughs> that would be a travesty sure? but okay. i i think at this point and i think i mentioned this i want it to get worse quickly because if it doesn't get worse quickly i don't see it getting fixed yeah quickly, i get if that it makes any sense yeah, it's like ripping the bandage. So you're saying... Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like, I've I, I got to be completely honest with you. At this point, I'm, I'm not waiting for them to go, oh, we're relaxing for two months. Because then I know in the two months coming after that, it's going to get fucking bad again. And we're never going to... South Africans have this mindset of out of sight, out of mind. And that's a terrible mindset to have in this, in, in this case. What they should do is they should enjoy the load shedding uh, but they should fight it at the same time. While it's happening, don't complain, but do something about it. And I think the only way that we're gonna we're gonna fix it is if it gets really bad. So I'm hoping, uh, Vicky, when you come here, that we're on like level eight, and then wow. the shit hits the fan, and there's some big announcement: aliens have come to SA to rescue us or something. So I'm hoping, but I, I see it. I see it becoming. Uh, a workable, fixable solution in the next year or two. Okay. Or I, an, extreme, an extreme solution. I have a question. Okay, so from what, you know, what you have said about, you know, solar panels and alternate energy sources, um, that's something people with, you know, in more of well in the wealthy neighborhoods um are you saying it's more is do you think it's more it affects people that are not in that bracket much more so than people that have a lot of money with load shedding um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna break it down to extremes so the the super um you know the the, the clad of society that like rules society, the one percentile, 
I don't believe that they are affected by it negatively at all. I think they're the ones that are styling. They don't right. ever have power cuts. They've got generators, and they're probably corrupt officials that are sucking in the money. Because everyone with that kind of money can escape it, can benefit from it, and thrive. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Then there's the very, very, very bottom, 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 bottom people that um, I don't think life is any different now uh, with load shedding or with perfect, uh, robust electricity. And I'll tell you why, because they can't afford it anyway. They lived in the dark when the system was perfect. They live in the dark now. They uh, cook by gas. They Mm. have uh, heat systems by gas. They're so used to it, they walk everywhere. They're so used to it that they don't even give a fuck. You know, they don't give a fine fuck. Or they, they like, they're probably laughing because they're like, yeah, it serves the white boys right for fucking up or whatever. You know, whatever their system is. I think they're probably the ones we can learn from the most in terms of humility and how to, how to like stride through it. Because if they can survive and they're the bottom, the very bottom, people without shoes and stuff, if they can survive without electricity, What's our problem? Then the third kind, now this is the kind that complains the most or seemingly seems affected. And I'm going to tell you, nobody really, if they were treating it like me, because I'm enjoying the load shedding, to be honest, uh, if they were treating it like me, would be affected by it. But anyway, or you could even benefit from it. And that's the middle class. You guys call them Karens, right? Imagine the middle class as a bunch of, what's the male equivalent of a Karen? No, Mary Beth, Mary Beth, please, I'm sorry to interject here. Mary Beth needs to explain the urban dictionary definition of uh, a Karen. A Karen, okay, okay, sorry. A middle class is not a Karen. A Karen Karen is somebody who is outraged about something that they should not feel this pissed off about and just feels entitled to have the better things, you know? Like, how dare you, you know, park in my spot, you know? You know, it's like that kind of entitlement. Uh, middle class, I don't know. America okay, is middle class. middle class. Thing, but that's a Karen in our country. That's who I'm talking about. Mm. Those people oh, are okay. ones that will say it's the worst. Mm. You'll see them on TikTok. You'll see them on Facebook. you oh, South Africa's too bad. And <laughs> the truth oh, yeah. is... Uh, they're, they're, they could be middle class. It doesn't matter. It's just a mindset. They're just right. they're perpetual complainers. I get it. Yeah. They don't do is they're complainers. Yeah. Karens. That's perfect. I yeah. don't know. You know, I don't know the male version of a Karen. There should <laughs> yeah, be one. I, know. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's be. called South Africa. I don't know. <laughs> I think you just say it to the men. Karen. Say, stop being a Karen. You know? <laughs> Karen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well... Yeah, well, that's been a very interesting... I'm um, full of caffeine. I don't know what to do. Yeah, very yeah. interesting glimpse here. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. What an amazing... So it's nighttime for you there. Now it's what? It's a, is it 11, p, 11 p.m.? It's 11 o'clock. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we got load chains um, happening. One more hour. Another hour, right? Midnight, mm-hmm. hey, till mm-hmm. 4.30 a.m. Okay. bang. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's so cool. Yeah, it's like what's what? a what's a motto or saying you want to leave the audience with? Yeah, today? yeah. Uh, always look at the bright side of life. Okay. Nice. Are I we like that. Monty Python. Is mm-hmm. that a, is that it? It's very Monty Python, but 
but it's very appropriate for our country right now. I think and, and oh, for like, my personal little spiritual development because everything that can suck you will find if you look for it. So mm-hmm. why not walk in sucky situations and and practice the opposite? So always look at the bright side. Like look for the bright side that... even when you're sitting in the dark. Yeah. Be hopelessly yeah. optimistic, like as yes. I say, right? Yes. You're just I'm like a, a nightlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yes, I like that. I like that. I like uh, it look a lot. on the bright side. Mine is ride the wave. Right? Yeah, and what, like what is your what I is your twenty yours was um just do it? <laughs> did you say yours is no, just did do I, it? Did I say that? I think you did. Oh maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I didn't that was I just picked that too fast. I don't know what the hell mine would be. Okay. You develop it. Or maybe just do it. Yeah. I mean but it's already been said by Nike, so just do it. Just do it. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, we're going to sign off, but thank you. Um, mm. Thank you for being our guest today. Thanks and, so much. Yeah. Giving us this inside. Yeah. Thank you guys. Account. Yeah. Load shedding. Everybody should know more about it now. Exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, yeah. It, 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 what's a Trevor Noah used to have that segment on the daily show. He said, if you didn't know it, now you do. You know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Trevor Noah. I forgot about him. He's mm-hmm. another one. Yeah. Oh yeah, another South African famous guy. Yeah. There we go. And there if you go. don't get it, you don't He's get the it. The number one paid That's news right. anchor in the world was Trevor Noah's another South African. Wow, oh. you guys are on the map. Mm-hmm. S- put at, put S A out there, right? Yeah. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, peace out from Washington D.C. Yeah. Peace out. And, Thank uh, you guys. Yeah, we're out. Uh, I'll be there soon. Website. Okay, see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.